Hey, Chuck. Huh? <laughs> time to wake up, rise and oh, shine. Okay. It is time right. for Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. I'm Let's ready get to that, go. that energy. <laughs> I've watched a lot of movies in the past couple weeks. Have you? I have, yeah. More than more than usual. Okay. Um, what's and you know what I think what's so exhausting is huh. so many of them have been bad. I know, right? And that's exhausting, it watching is. bad movies. It is so much more exhausting. And then you don't really want to watch the next one because exactly. you don't want to submit yourself, subject yourself. Exactly. To yet another bad movie. You know, I was talking to my brother this morning, uh, and he mentioned uh, film Drive My Car, uh, which was nominated for Best Picture, and we'll touch on the Oscars in a little bit. You know, and he, he asked me if I had seen it, and I said, no, it's three hours, I don't want to say, I, I know I have to watch it eventually. And then I got to thinking, I've sat through two movies, two god-awful movies over the past <laughs> two nights. Combined running time is about three and a half hours. Right. So why am I complaining? I need to just sit down and watch this thing. I probably will enjoy it. It'll probably get me more enthused again as opposed to this crap we've been watching. Right. You know, that's a good way of looking at it. I I do struggle visually reading subtitles if it's at night. Reading's hard for you? It is hard for me. Okay. <laughs> With subtitles. And I, unfortunately, for some glitchy reason, I can no longer mirror my links onto my big screen. Hmm. I don't know what the problem is. It was probably some update that I inadvertently mm -hmm, mm -hmm. put onto my Apple. Thank you, Apple computer. And now I can no longer mirror things. So now the subtitles, instead of being two inches tall, are now a half an inch Because you're tall. watching on your laptop. And I'm watching or it on my computer. And I have a big-ass screen for my computer, but it's still not <coughs> right. big enough. Okay. And we're not going to mention <laughs> you need your glasses and your getting no, older has, or anything like that. No, it's, it, is, it isn't. I mean, I have bad eyesight. I know this. Mm. And by the end of the day, my eyes are tired. And I don't have the energy to focus on reading. So if I watch a like I, I watched Parallel Mothers and I loved Parallel Mothers. Mm -hmm. I watched that on my computer, sitting at my computer desk, and with my reading glasses on, um, and that was fine. But that was in the middle of the day that I did that. So mm -hmm. I need to take. I think this weekend, this Saturday, instead of painting my downstairs, I am going to watch Drive My Car. Okay, I'm going to try and watch this weekend too. Awesome All right. deal. All right, so yeah. Should we continue to talk about Oscars or shitty movies? I don't know. You want to get the <laughs> shitty movies out of the way? Or? No, let's, let's talk a little Oscar. Okay. Let's just touch on that a little bit. You know, you mentioned Parallel Mothers. Yeah. And I was so glad uh, to see Penelope Cruz mentioned uh, or nominated for Best Actress. Right. You know, foreign film. Uh, I had a feeling that she was going to be overlooked. Uh, there's a couple of people who, who, who were overlooked that I thought would be in there. So it was good to see her mentioned. Yeah, yeah. She did an incredible job. And, man, talk about ripped from the headlines kind of story. This actually was made before the headlines were written in California, but it's based on um, two mothers who give birth at the same time, and there are some issues that occur with mm -hmm, each of their daughters mm -hmm, and their mm -hmm. situations. And the, all those sub-stories that take place. Well, and that's Pedro Almodovar, the director and writer. He, he's a master oh. at that. and. You know, you, you think, okay, this is going to be heavy lifting. i got to prepare myself. But once you sit down with one of his films, 10, 15 minutes in, you're sucked in. Oh, you are. And I, I, away you go. It, it's like you have dived into a well, and you are in there for the duration, and you don't mind being in there. Yeah, yeah. His movies run over two hours. I don't care. No, I didn't mind that either. I didn't yeah. realize it was over two hours long. Yeah, and that's the sign of a good film. It you, is. You don't realize that. It is. However, yeah. and we'll talk about some of those movies we watched this week that are around two-hour uh -huh. mark that felt like they were five hours. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But let's keep talking Oscar here. Um, 
I want to talk a little bit about let's let's just go dive right into this talking about water analogies. We'll dive right into this mm-hmm. and look at best picture. Mm-hmm. And there were quite a few in my mind surprises in this. Well, you know they've changed the rules once again. So oh, did now, they? What are the rules now? Well, the rule is, is that <laughs> there will always be 10 nominees now for Best Picture. Oh, is that the new rule? That's the new rule. I mean, it used to be, or in the past few years, it was any film yeah. that got uh, 5% of the voting, uh, 5% of the vote of the Academy saying it was the best film, it would be nominated. Right. But now it's, it's 10 no matter what. <laughs> so that's why perhaps there were some surprises there because they had to fill out the 10. Huh, interesting. When did they change that rule? Just this, this year? year? Okay, all this right. This year, yeah. So you, you, Gotta know, you haven't been living that. under a rock. I okay. mean, it's just this year, so you're good. <laughs> so what are some of the surprises for you in Best Picture? Um, you know, I guess the Can biggest... Can your voice go any higher on that? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, if I sit the wrong way, it really goes high. <laughs> but I think I'm okay right there now. There we go. Yeah. Too much information, yeah. Chuck. Sorry. Uh, well, you know, I, surprises for me, I, I guess the biggest one was Macbeth. Uh, the fact that The Tragedy of Macbeth was not considered one of the ten best films of the year, I find to be the biggest disappointment. Uh, I'm glad to see that, even though I haven't seen it, Drive My Car, I'm glad to see that was there because you, you know, you wanted to cast a wide net and it's good to recognize, you know, fine foreign films. Uh, and you and I, we've talked about this. I still don't understand Nightmare Alley. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Again, I love Del Toro. It's not that. This film was gorgeous. But it's just such a long slog, and I knew it was going to happen, predictable, and I, how that got snuck in, I, I don't quite get it. Yeah, that one I am totally clueless about. The other one that, well, I knew Dune would make it, not on my top list, not even right. on my top 20, not even on my top 50. You're not looking at that film correctly. Oh, is that right and wrong? No, as to why it's there. Oh, I understand why it's there. It's just not on my list. Yeah. Um, I knew it would be there. I would have been shocked <clears throat> had it not have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... In all honesty, Licorice Pizza is kind of this little indie. You loved it. I did not. Indie type of film, although the director and writer is not an indie kind of guy. But I was surprised that it it made it onto the list. It's because of him. Okay. It's because of Paul Thomas Anderson. He has such, uh, he's held in such high regard uh, that um, I think, that's why I think it got recognized. And also, I think it's a pretty smart script. I think it's uh, well-directed. I know you're you're not a fan of it, but I think from those aspects, it, it's good. And I think also because Del Toro was held in high regard, I think that's can can must be the reason why Nightmare Alley got in there. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, or is it just the Bradley Cooper factor that they're in both? Well, and then and I know, and actually, I loved his character in Licorice Pizza. That was the one thing that I really did enjoy about Licorice Pizza and the driving. Yes, the driving. Mm-hmm. And you had an interview with the star. Yes, Alana Haim. I was fortunate enough to talk to her the other day. Just so charming. Yeah. Charming young lady. And we did talk about her driving. You know that uh, convertible, that GTO that they oh, drive? Oh, yeah, yeah. She has that car. <gasps> she told me that she got that car. She bought that car from uh, whoever owned it okay. uh, after the film. Oh, how uh, Because I asked her if she has a manual transmission. And she, she has that car. So, oh, yes. Very good. Yeah, sweet, sweet girl. Uh, that'll be on WCIA Monday. Very good. Uh, and she was one of the five who uh, were not nominated for Best Actress. I know you probably would not have included her. Nope. But she's been a front runner for other... Um, organizations have been uh, citing her and everything. So I was a little surprised she wasn't there. Whether she deserves it or not, I don't know. But 
I kind of had a feeling she'd be there. But I guess the big one in that category is Lady Gaga. Well, uh, and, and I was not a huge fan of her in Gucci. Um, I know that a lot of people felt that she got slighted and being overlooked for Oscar on this one. It's a big performance. And Oscar likes big performances. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why people thought she'd be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and one I know you did not like hmm. that's there is hmm. uh, Jessica Chastain. For the eyes of Tammy Faye. Now I know you didn't like the movie. I didn't. But what about her? She did a fine job. She was. She became Tammy Faye. No doubt. I I do not take that away from her at all. She was an irascible, irritating character. No doubt. Couldn't stand the movie because of that. Because she embodied Tammy so Faye. So did she do too good of a job? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she did a fine. I think it was just a story that didn't need to be told. To be no. honest with you. So that was my issue with the movie. She did a fine job. Andrew Garfield did a fine job as uh, Mr. Yes, Baker. Jim Baker. Jim yeah. Baker. Um, and I mean, Andrew Garfield does amazing work with no matter whether I, it, he's Spider Man or Jim Baker or Tick Tick Boom. No. Um, the character's name. The guy? The guy. Yeah, the, the music guy. guy. John, Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he does an incredible job. So that was that was my issue with the eyes of Tammy Faye. You know, I, and I look at this best actress category, and in my mind, it is wide open. Right. I, I don't see anyone who has snuck ahead in any way, shape, or form. That, I think, is going to end up being the most interesting category. Uh, as far as who's going to get there. And again, I, I've told you, Nicole Kidman, for being the Ricardos. She did fine, and but one of the top five performances of the year, I, no. I don't think so. And I feel the same about Javier Bardem, who was nominated for Best Actor. See, now I'm okay with the Best Actor category and, and all the nominations in that. I think Javier Bardem did a much better job becoming Desi Arnaz than Nicole Kidman did becoming Lucille Ball. I didn't better than Nicolas Cage and Pig? No, Nicolas Cage. Okay, see, that's, that's a the, huge overlook. See, and that's the problem I yeah. have with him being there. Yeah. I mean, it, he took Cage's spot, and that's, again, Bardem does a fine job in being right. Ricardo's, but it's not one of the top five of the year, and he takes that. And that was the other egregious oversight, I thought. I, I would totally agree with you on that one um, in all aspects. You know, screenplay, yeah. um, best actor, and I think, it, he, I mean, this made my best my top ten. It had it been had it been nominated for Best Picture, I would not have been upset. Oh, I would have been thrilled, jumping um, up and down for joy that they're recognizing something that truly is artistic and takes a chance. I, I don't know what happened. I, I mean, I think it's marketing, to be honest. With oh, you. a lot of it has to do with know? marketing. Sure, um, it was released a little early, September or October. That didn't help it. Right. And you're right; it's from a smaller studio. I guess they just didn't have the money. I would have borrowed the money, begged, borrowed, or stolen oh. the money to promote that thing right, because right. I really think it had a shot to put them on the map, whoever the distribution company was. I can't Yeah, uh, I don't even remember. Uh, but yeah, missed opportunity. Yep, yep, totally agree. Um, a, an, a pleasant surprise for Best Picture was CODA. And yes. And so nice to see that film recognized for so many different reasons, you know? And that thing really stuck in the minds of the Academy voters, because that was on Apple. It wasn't even in theaters. Right. That premiered at Sundance last uh, year. How many? Yeah, so long One ago. One year ago. Uh, it came on Apple in June. It was a summer film. Okay. And somehow, and, and I don't remember them really pushing it during awards season. I didn't get a screener. I didn't get any sort of promotional material in the mail. I don't know about you. Nope. And so, so that's a testament to how that film really affected people because it stuck with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, story. I, yeah, I think it totally resonated with, with the everyday, everyday person, with all of us. Yeah. You know? 
Um, And I think it it did a wonderful job of accentuating a disability to, I I guess, bring to the forefront that it's a difference, maybe not a disability. A difference, not a disability. Hmm. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. I I was upset, I guess, now that we're, if we're going to talk about CODA. Okay. uh, The young lady. Oh, Uh, Amelia Jones. Amelia Jones. Jeez Louise. I just fell in love with her. Yeah. And it was hoping she'd get a little love there for uh, Best Actress, but... I would have flipped her in and Nicole Kidman out of yes, me too. the category. Easily. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. She had to learn sign language. Mm-hmm. She's hearing. She and sings. And she sings. And she can act. I mean, she was a believable char- character. Really loved it. I seldom say I can't wait to see what someone's going to do next. Her, though? Yeah. I'm anxious to see what an excellent is. You know, another, and I don't know if this person would be considered a best actress or best supporting actress, is Anne Dowd in Mass. Mass got totally overlooked. It's too small. Totally overlooked. Well, Again, like with Pig. Too small and I think too uncomfortable. People don't want to deal with that. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a subject that needs to be talked about. It's a movie that's vital. Well, but the, the oh. Academy just didn't want to deal with it. Okay, so so there have been plenty of movies about um, Auschwitz and, and World War II and, and genocide, so that's not uncomfortable to deal with. Also explain why Jodie Comer, who I think should have been in the Best Actress oh, wow. category in The Last Duel, was totally snubbed. And is that because of the Me Too movement? And, no. And that's, no? No, that, I would think that, that film bombed. Uh, it bombed. It doesn't have to succeed in theaters, though, to be recognized for an Academy, does it? What's the percentage there? We should look into that statistically. I don't know. You're right. It doesn't have to, but um, I would want, I would tell I would say look at the percentage of box office uh, and compare it to the budget of the film. No, Belfast didn't make uh, set any records right. at the box office, but I bet if you look at the number of money dollars it made compared to what it spent. It would still be considered a success. Okay, how about Power of the Dog? <laughs> Chuck's chair just well, Power down. of the Dog. Okay, <laughs> now if you're getting into the whole streaming yeah. thing, I don't know how they calculate that, but you and I both know Netflix is the juggernaut as far as promoting their films. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, had The Last Duel been a uh, Netflix film, mm. it would have gotten multiple multiple Oscar nominations. That's I interesting. firmly believe that. That's really interesting. A lot, so much of the, you know, it, you could go through any year and talk about, you know, the films that were deserving and didn't get. Right. You know, and it's all a factor, a, a, a big factor of things. But The Last Duel just bombed. It's an uncomfortable subject matter. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I don't know. Rick, Ridley Scott, the Academy, likes him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was just, a, you know, an incredible story. Uh, Affleck did a fine job, and everyone was talking about him being nominated. He gets overlooked twice this year, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit of a mystery on that one, but I would just say it bombed, and once it bombed, it had the mark of death all over it. That's too Unjustifiably. Bad. Yeah, yeah, totally unjustifiably. Um, Kate Blanchett. I would have loved to see her in the Best Supporting Actress category. You know what, though? Mm. The Best Supporting Actress category I find to be incredibly interesting because there were a lot of people overlooked in that category. Um, Kate Blanchett. Um, uh, Katrina Balfe. Oh, from right, right. Belfast. Right. She should have been there. Uh, Ruth Nega from Passing. Oh, true. She should have been there. Yeah. I mean, there were three big mistakes in that category, but who do you throw out? I mean, Jesse Buckley from The Lost Daughter, last 
Great job. She did a great job. Uh, Ariana DeBois, and haven't seen West Side Story yet, but everyone's raving over her. She's incredible. Judy Dench in Belfast. Amazing, of course. Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog. Yeah. And Anjanae Ellis from King Richard. The only person I'd probably throw out is Judy Dench because she gives a typical Judy Dench performance. Powerful and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is what she is. She's been there before. I would have thrown another one of the other three names we talked right. about in there. But really, I mean, it's one of those things, I think, where it was just too crowded. Right. Unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. And I know she have Jamie Dornan down. I do. Yeah. And he was overlooked, too. I think I think those were such realistic and uh, performances that it really does take a lot of skill to bring that heart and soul mm -hmm. to a character that maybe that's why they were overlooked. And the little boy, um, oh. what was his name? Uh, Jude. Jude Hill. Yeah. Wow, incredible little guy. But I think that's a testament to Kenneth Branagh. Completely. I was going to say, that's why he's nominated for Best Director. And, and think about this. Belfast is nominated for seven, and those were overlooked. Yeah. I mean, any other year True. would have been nine or ten nominations. They would have gotten to those acting nominations. Right. And, you know, this year, more than any other, I mean, I know that our organization, uh, the CCA, we have an award or a category for young performers. Yes, I think that the, the Academy the, should have they that. They should, too, because I'm thinking back on this year and how many young performers. Yeah. the little boy from Come On, Come On. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, did an inc incredible work. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, the young ladies from King Richard. Right. Oh, they were phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Those, yeah. I mean, uh, so they, they need to, I think... Maybe look at that as a new category because uh, okay, there's, so, there's a lot going on there. So um, if someone from the Academy is listening to this, you can hire Chuck and I mm -hmm. in order to develop this new category for you. And we also know how to run the show. <laughs> we'll get it in at three hours, and it will hum. I'm it telling will. you. It will. We know how to do this. We do. Call we got us. connections. We've Call said us. this before. <laughs> um, I think that pretty much – oh, I'd want to say one quick thing – if Jane Campion wins for Best Director and she has been nominated, she would only be the third woman in history to win for Best Director. And I think she's the first woman to be nominated twice. Oh, you are absolutely right. Yeah, I read that the other day. And another uh, the piano and then this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she was nominated. Uh, Catherine Bigelow was nominated and won. Won. And who is the other? You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong. She might be just the second. I think she's just she could be, be the, the second, second, not the third. I think Streisand. As soon as that came out, I'm like, no, that's wrong. I think Streisand was nominated. So okay. that's your third nomination. Okay. But yeah, I, I, don't, I think no one other than Bigelow has I think won. you're absolutely right. She would be the... I think... Wasn't there a front runner last year or the year before? And I thought, oh, for sure they would mm -hmm. get it. But yeah. Okay, so second one. Another interesting stat I, I read the other day... Kenneth Branagh has been nominated in more different categories oh, than anyone else I can in believe history. That. Seven. Really? Seven different categories he's been nominated. Acting, directing, writing? Is he a screenwriter? Okay. Best actor. Mm -hmm. Best supporting actor. Okay. Directing. Okay. Best picture because he's a producer. Okay. Best original screenplay for Belfast. Okay. Best adapted screenplay for Henry V. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and then there was one more, one more, but he has been nominated in seven categories. And they said that's the most anyone has ever been nominated in separate categories and the most anyone could be wow. when you break it down. So that was pretty impressive. That is impressive. Well. He is one impressive guy. 
Yeah. He really is. He is. He is. And we missed the party. I'm sorry again. You, you know, why do you bring it up? Because <laughs> I feel horrible, 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 horrible about it. Yeah. All right. Thinking about horrible, let's talk about this week's movies. You know what? We Shall don't we? have much time left, and that's fine. All right. Well, let's just breeze through them. You're right. We only have about two or three minutes. Okay. What did you want me to put on the website about Blacklist, the latest turd from Liam Neeson? Um, I think I, you wanted what to write I text down, you? this fucking I, sucked. This fucking sucked. Is, is that what I texted you I last think it night? Is. I think as it I is. was plowing through it does fucking suck. <laughs> Fuck you, Liam Neeson. God damn. You know, we become we have one uh we we've got a Bruce Willis already who's coasting his way through stupid fucking action movies. Now you're doing it. Kiss my ass, Liam Neeson, and I don't want to watch another one of your damn movies again. By the way, what? did you see the Razzies? No, uh-uh. The Razzies came up with a special category this year. Oh. Worst Bruce Willis performance. <laughs> And he was nominated for six films that he has made over this year. Oh, my God. Yeah, he has his own category now, oh which my, I think oh, was just brilliant. Oh Absolutely brilliant. God. Liam Neeson, you are headed in that direction. Blacklight, his latest God, skip it. Oh, please skip it. And it's only playing in theaters. Do awful. not spend your money on awful, that one. Awful, awful. And then... We've got Marry Me. Oh. This is uh, a showcase for Jennifer Lopez. It sure scene. is. It's, it's just her showcase. Well, she's one of the producers of the film. Well, there you go. There yeah. you go. Shouldn't shouldn't be the star of your own film that you're producing, I guess. Um, well, you can be. You just need to show well, a little she, What restraint. ego? What ego? Well, and we know oh, this. Okay, yes, we do. And let's go back to Liam Neeson for a second. Because oh, boy, he, you had a he, thing. He, I had a thing, and we're not going to get to I Want You Back. That one's mediocre at best. It's okay. Streaming on, on Amazon. Amazon. Check mm-hmm. it out. It's fine. It's okay. Um, but let's take a look at Liam Neeson from the Chicago International Film Festival. What happened, Campbell? Oh, my God. We had... Oh, there aren't that many people that attend this festival anyway, and there were probably 30, 40 people in the lobby of the AMC River East. And what was Everyone he there for? can't remember. Widows, I Widows, believe. The that movie was that, it. Was that was in Chicago. It. Yes, that was it. And people were just waiting for him. We we had tons of actors there who took the time to talk with everyone except for him. He came in 25 minutes late, and he zipped past with his entourage, with his nose in his air, and then went down the, the, the alleyway never to talk to one person because he's so much better than everybody else. Prima donna fuck. Total fucking prima donna. I hate him. Yes, well, talking about another prima donna, <laughs> let's talk about what happened to both of us at the Critics' Choice Award. This Jennifer was, Lopez. what, three years ago, she was nominated for the stripper movie, Hustlers, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever I didn't it was. It was yeah. mindless. Yeah. yeah, and you and I, uh, we were hanging out uh, at the end of the red car- carpet, where we always do, at the entrance, where everyone goes in, and I, I got my back turned, because we're about to go in, and suddenly I feel, a, I'm, I'm gently shoved to the side. <laughs> gently shoved. And someone <laughs> says, Cut, look out, look out, and I turn around, and there's J-Lo. With her entourage, just pushing through. My brother has a picture of this. He has a picture of this. We'll post it. And that. then I believe after they went by me, you ran into them. Oh, or my they God. Ran into they you. ran into me. I mean, like, literally. And, you know, my mind's eye, my memory is that she's seven foot four and taking eight foot strides. And I felt like there was the Statue of Liberty coming at me. And I had to get the fuck out of the way or else I was going to get bowled over. Mm-hmm. And, again, it was like the parting of the Red Sea. And... Nose in the air, get out of my way. You're too, you, you peons are nothing to me. Now, did this have any bearing okay, on I'm, your perception of marry me? 
I really, really try hard not to let it, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it does. But, but to her credit, she came off as a really nice person in the movie. But so I never bought a, it. But what a good actress. <laughs> you never bought the I never nice? bought it because I know. Because we know. I know. I know. <laughs> you know so who's hard more, to separate it. Do you know who was more accessible that night? And that stunned me. Her huh. date. Who was her date? Alex Rodriguez. Oh, the baseball okay. player. Oh. He was sitting over at the table. You'd go up A-Rod. to her. a He was more accessible than she was. Yeah. And that stunned me. But, yeah, our war stories. I know. Big <laughs> egos. But you know what? Hmm. They're the exception. They really are. Because 99%. Amy Adams thanked oh, me. What a thanked sweetheart. me mm-hmm. for inviting her to our show. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a sweetheart. Yeah. I mean, really, more positive stories oh, than negative. Completely. The negative ones are just funny to tell. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. 99% of these people just they really love are, talking to them, and they're, yeah, they're very nice. Down to us, earth, so. good people. Adam Driver was a sweetheart. Oh. Um, we, we've talked to a lot of great people. And we're going to be out there in about a month yes, for one the next month. show, and uh, hopefully, we'll have some more good good stories. But uh, until then, we will have more podcasts between them. Gosh, we didn't have much time to talk about these shitty movies. Oh, well. Mm. All right. Marry me. Skip it. Black light. Skip it. I want you back. Mm. (laughs) Tune in next week. We'll have another episode for you. Thanks for listening and please share.